0: brought to you by the students of Mary Person's High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. Good morning. Today we're continuing our look at Monroe County Schools. MPTV's Austin Howell and Daryl Lowe join us now to tell us all about Mary Person's High School.
1: Hello, I'm Austin Howe, and I'm here with Darryl Before we get to our interview, we want to tell everyone about our school. Mary Persons High School is located in Forsyth, Georgia, with a 93% graduation rate. Our school system ranking is ninth in the state of Georgia. Last year, we won nine state championships.
2: Also, we have a great staff and student environment where the teachers help you prepare for the next chapter in your life, such as college or going into the work environment. We also offer extracurricular activities that open up so many opportunities for you to go to like Georgia Southern and any other kind of college that you're interested in. We also offer dual enrollment so you can get college credits while you're still in high school. This is a overall great place to learn, grow, and love. And we all are champs. Hi, I'm Daryl. I'm Austin. And we are here with...
3: Susan Little.
2: Who is the Teacher of the Year. Okay, Ms. Little, I got a few questions for you. So what are some of your favorite memories from last year and why?
4: Last school year was one of the things that I liked is that we were getting a little bit back to normal. From COVID, we were back on a regular schedule. It was great to have my students with me all the time. And I think that we did some fun things with our broadcast class and adding some things with the radio show like this and just doing some fun stuff. I can't think of a specific memory, though, that, like, stands out above all the rest.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how long have you been teaching broadcast?
4: Broadcast? Yeah. Um, this is my sixth year teaching broadcast. Sixth year. hmm
2: Okay. Uh, can you f- speak any fluent languages other than English?
4: No. No. Just English. Um, yeah. Okay. That's it. How many students are at MP? I think this year at MP, we are right around... I don't know if you want me to give an exact guess, Give me a. but I'm going to go I'm going to go real specific here and I'm going to say we have twelve hundred ninety six students.
1: That's close. We have twelve hundred and twelve students.
4: Oh, wow. OK, well, that wasn't too bad.
2: Do you know when the, the original high school was built?
4: The original Mary Persons or the building that we are using right now? The original.
2: The original.
4: Ooh. OK. So the original Mary Persons opened in 19... 19- hold on 1926 1929 <laughs> oh okay so like my my two kids are gonna graduate in 24 and 28 and i knew it was a year after one of them and even with that i did bad math but i picked the wrong kid
2: mm-hmm.
4: it's fine i was a- close that wasn't too bad i'm not from here
2: yeah true. So okay why did you choose to remain a teacher instead of going into another field?
4: So as far back as I can remember, I wanted to be a teacher. Like when I was little, I would set up my stuffed animals and like have school with them. Um, I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy. But like <laughs> that's that's what I played when I was little with school. I was the teacher. I gave them assignments. I had a little grade book. I would grade things for them. Um, and for me, my family, my mom was a teacher my dad was a teacher my sister is a teacher my brother's teacher it's kind of our family business it's what I've always wanted to do I love uh, as strange as it sounds I love working with teenagers all the time a lot of people think I'm crazy uh, for that and I get that but um, I just really like interacting with teenagers showing them new things getting them to discover their strengths and stuff
1: well uh, following that was there like ever a period of time where you're like I don't maybe this would be kind of cool.
4: So when I was in high school, people told me that I should not be a teacher. Um, A lot of my teachers, a lot of teachers at the middle school, um, and even when I was in college, they'd be like, you don't want to be a teacher. You need to do something different. You are too smart to be a teacher was something that I was told. And I always took really strong offense to that because I was like, why wouldn't you want smart people to be teachers? Like, I don't even know what that means really. Um, But there was just this brief moment in time because I loved chemistry in high school. Like it was really, really fun for me. Again, I'm weird. I get it. Um, and so I thought about being a pharmacist for just a minute and then I was like, no, I don't want to deal with, with medicine or that. I really want to work with teenagers. Like I always want to teach high school. I mean, I didn't want to teach elementary or middle. And I love that there are people who want to do that, but it is not for me.
2: Okay. If you had the power to change anything about our education, I mean, look, if you had the power to change any policy, In our educational system, would you change it, and what would it be?
4: Yes, I think um, that as an educational system as a whole, we put too much focus on a test score. I think students are so much more than how they perform on one test one day, whether it's the SAT to get into college, whether it's a milestones, whether it's an end of grade um, test. I just think... One test can't show what a student is. That's one of the things I love about being a CTAE teacher is that while we do have tests, a lot of times what we're doing is being creative, showing different ways of how we've learned things. Just different. I can't even think of the correct word right now, but just different ways of proving that, you know, stuff.
2: Do you think that teachers are valued in today's society? Honestly,
4: a lot of that depends on where you are. I think in Monroe County, we are very lucky in that we have a lot of people here who value the teachers that we have in Monroe County. I think in Monroe County, we have amazing teachers who work at all levels in all buildings. Um, But I do think as a general public, people look down on teachers. Sometimes I also think teachers are their worst PR people because in general, we complain about a lot of things. And I feel like if more teachers were more positive about what we do, um, that it would look better to the public as well. Because, yeah, it's hard. Like, what we do is really, really hard. But what a lot of people do is really hard, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, every 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 career, every profession has difficulties. Um, and part of ours is we're dealing with – we don't know who's going to show up every day. Yeah. I mean, I got 96 kids this, semest- this semester, roughly. And I never really know which 96 personalities are coming in the room. It's a lot – to deal with i mean y'all know
2: yeah <laughs> do you have any advice or any upcoming teachers
4: so if somebody wanted to go into teaching first of all i would say if that's what you want to do go for it like it really bothers me when um people say no you don't want to go into teaching i understand what's coming it's hard but if that's what you want to do go for it and um don't give up commit to three years because you don't learn how most people don't learn how to ski one time going down a hill like you have to put in the time to figure out your craft to figure out if this works for you all that sort of stuff and to not be afraid to ask questions of other people
2: do you have any favorite students
4: i love all my students equally
2: that's the that's the language she speaks
4: (laughs) that's my second language
2: (laughs) well okay miss little teacher of the year i'm daryl i'm austin and
4: and this is miss little (laughs) (laughs) thank y'all
1: thank you Hey, my name is Austin Howe, and I'm here with Darrell and
4: Jamie Marion.
1: Okay, Miss Marion, uh, which languages are you capable of speaking fluently? English. Any other ones? Nope. Did you take any other, like, did you take a language in high school or something?
5: I did. I took Spanish and Latin, but it's one of those things if you don't use it, you lose it. That's the truth.
1: How many uh, students do you think are here at MP this year?
5: We have actually increased in size, almost a hundred students, and it's uh, around twelve eighty-eight.
1: It's 12- Our number was twelve ninety-six, so that's close. You got you got closer than those uh, little bit.
5: I can pull the records and check that, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's twelve
1: eighty-eight.
5: <laughs> All right, I'll talk to to little and find out where those extra extra students are. <laughs> uh,
1: when do you think the Mary Persons High School was built, and like the original one? Oh, this can
5: Oh, not this campus. Yeah, the, w- what
1: the board of education is then?
5: Nineteen twenty-three, I think. No, it's
2: nineteen twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Okay. It's close. Oh, this one, I, no, I that was do know this
5: one was built in eighty-two, and the first graduating class was eighty-four. But cool. I was not aware that that was twenty-nine. I've heard that, but yeah, couldn't remember.
1: Did you want to be the principal? If so, why?
5: I did want to be the principal after being here for 12 years as an assistant principal for instruction. Uh, it's a great school. I love the student body. And it was, you know, the following in the footsteps of Dr. Finch, of course, was um, was difficult yeah. and a difficult decision to make because he did such a great job while he was here. Um, but yes, because of the, the staff and the students here, I definitely wanted to uh, lead the building and see if I can continue the the greatness that we have moving forward.
1: I think you're doing a good
2: job so far. You said you you said you was the assistant principal of? uh, Instruction. Do you think you could like handle like um, discipline?
5: Yes, I actually had, uh, I've had 16 years of experience at all three levels. I've been an AP at elementary, middle and high school. Uh, High school is my passion. (laughs) And so I did a lot of discipline getting to this point. And so um, that's kind of where all APs have to start out. It's kind of a rite of passage. If you can't handle the discipline, you're not going to to be able to handle the other parts of the job. So um, we've had to handle a little discipline already this year, so I think (laughs) we're doing okay.
2: (laughs) Okay.
1: Was it always like, did you have a different dream in mind when you were younger to what you're doing now? Did you want to grow up and be a principal? Or be anybody in a school?
5: I had no idea that I'd ever be in a school. I actually went to um, school and got a double degree in biology and uh, physical therapy, actually physical education with a physical therapy emphasis. Um, got Applied to go to physical therapy school. Couldn't, didn't get in because I didn't have enough volunteer hours compared to all the other people that were oh. um, going to school. And so they told me to to wait and apply the next year. And so I started working at the Georgia Baptist Children's Home in Mainsville. And from there, I got a call from a principal that used to play football with my dad in high school. And he he said, I heard you just graduated with your phys ed degree, and I need you to come work for me. And the rest is history. I never even applied to physical therapy school again. Once I got into teaching, I loved it and felt like that was where my calling was. And it just, different opportunities opened, and I'm finishing my career from this desk, I hope. This is where I will retire from.
1: We hope so, too. If you had the power to change one policy that uh, impacted the education right now, what would it be?
5: I I think I would go or fight for going back to diplomas that are different. Uh, When I was going through school, we had students that were in you know, a career tech pathway, or they wanted a general ed diploma because they had other plans of going to uh, a job that did not require. I said, I'm the first one in my family that went to college. My older brother went to college, but neither one of my parents did. And you know, they had great jobs uh, without a, a college diploma. And I think now that we are in this general ed diploma, one size fits all. I don't think we're serving students necessarily the way that we need to serve students because everybody is not cut out to go to college. We need people in careers that are technically based. We need people in the workforce immediately. We've got jobs and different places that can train you the way they need you to be trained and it does not require a college degree to be successful. And I hate that that's kind of the message we're sending to yeah. students is it's uh that's kind of the expectation. If you don't meet that expectation, you're you know not meeting the expectations of the community or expectations of the state, because there are huge needs right now for career tech people and it's almost like I feel like we're pushing it so much that students feel like if they go the career tech path or they go a general education path they're not meeting what we expect them to meet and that's not the case so if I think there was a policy I'd go back to being those different (coughs) diplomas so people could take in high school the courses that would really affect what they want to do beyond high school
1: that'd be a good change Uh, instead
5: of everybody having to take all the exact same things
1: yeah I like that That'd be that'd be very good. pretty good. Yeah. Do you feel that principals have the value they deserve in society?
5: I think so for the most part. They communities see, and and students and faculty see us as a leader. I hope, and I hope they lean on us for direction. Um, and for as far as the respect, I think that if anybody ever knows exactly what goes on in a school and how hard it is to run a school each and every day from the classroom you know all the way up to the whole entire building from nutrition to custodians there's just a lot involved that people don't think about but i think when uh i mean i've had parents come in already this year and you know they don't always they're not always happy when they come in here to talk with me because it's usually uh, an issue that they're wanting to discuss that they're not happy with but i think for the most part they respect us because they know that we are hopefully keeping safety and students in mind if we're doing what's best for y'all every day when we come in the building. That's what, our, that's what our reason for being here is, is to make sure we're giving you everything you need and we're keeping you safe. So I think for, that, for the most part, it's, it's a prospective position.
1: That's good. And our last question is, what is some advice for upcoming teachers or staff?
5: Stay the course. Uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a hard career to be in. It's getting harder every day. Uh, The paperwork is tremendous, but again, I don't think people understand what actually goes on in the classroom behind the scenes, the planning that goes on to really making lessons the way they need to be. And we are a school of excellence. We have been noted in several things in the state, and it's not because of me running the school. It's not because of Dr. Finch running the school. It's because of what the teachers are doing in the classrooms with the students each and every day. And so my advice to them would just be to stay the course. It's a great career to be in. It'll wear you out. There's a reason they get summers (laughs) off.
0: Um, uh,
5: And it's long days and people just don't, people that aren't in education really don't realize that. I think that's probably where the respect is missing more than anything is teachers aren't respected the way they should be because of simple, the the desires that they have to have and the passion they have to have in order. you know, to create the lessons and create that learning experience that students need. And yeah. um, you know, we've got some that aren't quite as passionate as others, but for the most part, we, we are very fortunate in Monroe County and at Mary Parsons High School to have students and faculty that are, I think here for the right reasons. And they know that everything we do might not be um, pleasing, but we're here for a reason. And we have to have school and we have to have discipline and we have to have great teachers, but um I think all in all that would be my advice would just be simply to um, encourage others to get into the profession I think all of you are aware with the news and everything that we have a teacher shortage right now yeah, yeah. and it's because I think of the stress that they endure, uh, the lack of respect they get and that people just don't give them the amount
2: um, of credit that they need the
5: credit that they deserve and need and I just think a lot of those variables are playing into people not wanting to go into education. So I would hope that the colleges are, are talking to these teachers and letting them know and preparing them um, that it's going to be hard starting out and you gotta, you got to pave your way. Um, but I hope that people understand that without school, society is, is going to change tremendously. And I don't know what we'll do if people decide not to go into teaching. So um, kind of
3: getting off on different
5: tangents here, but I'm just, the advice I would give is, it's is a great career. Um, you know, I do think they should get paid more. Um, <laughs> we're working on that each and every year at the state. And, um, but just to, to know that you'll have, challenges every day but the rewards are what everybody goes into teaching for and it's those hopefully they see them daily um but really the rewards even year in and year out you know students coming back to you and telling you what impact you had on them even though they may not hear that uh, the teachers may not hear that in a day-to-day setting there's a lot of students that come back and and talk to teachers and let them know or they may be interviewed similar to this have you had a teacher in the past and they throw out that name and so um just to be be a good educator and talk well about education, yeah. Uh, so we can recruit and and have great teachers in front of students because we need them.
1: Well, that's really nice. Great response. Yeah. Well, thank you, Miss Marion.
5: <coughs> well, I appreciate y'all y'all coming in to interview me and some great questions.
1: Well, of course. Again, my name is Austin Howell, and I'm Darrell,
0: and I'm Tammy Marion,
5: principal at Mary Persons High School.
0: Thank you. Mary Persons students have a wide variety of clubs and activities to choose from. Today, we're taking a look at HOSA, which is a club that promotes career opportunities in the healthcare industry while working to enhance the delivery of quality healthcare to all people.
6: Hello everyone, welcome back to MPTV Radio Interviews. And today I have uh, members of HOSA for Mary Persons High School and I've got a few questions ready for them. So. We're just gonna get right into that. So, can I get y'all's names?
7: My name is Miss Carter, okay. and I'm jc
6: And what are y'all? Ro- what are y'all's roles in HOSA for Mary Persons?
7: So, I teach the healthcare occupations class at Mary Persons, which is part of the CTAE program. Um, which actually, this class that that you're filming us with is under as well. And the CTAE supports career, technical, agricultural, and engineering. Um, under my course we have this club that helps to promote health care for students outside of
3: the school as well as within the community and I am just the president of this year's HOSA chapter
6: all right how long have y'all been in HOSA
7: I've been teaching at Mary Persons for the last four and a half years so I have been the advisor all four and a half years
3: um i believe i've been in it for maybe since sophomore year or junior year but i remember sophomore year we didn't really do clubs so i mostly got active and involved in it my junior year okay
6: going a little bit all over the place and i didn't really get these in order but um could you please describe the purpose of hosa
7: yeah i would say that the purpose of hosa is to help the students that are taking the healthcare course um, enhance the skills that we learned to use them um in competitions as well as find ways to serve the community um by trying to reach out and assist any way that we can in the in the under the what's the word i'm trying to think (laughs) of um in a healthcare capacity essentially Uh. is what i'm trying to say sorry
6: um Who are the leaders of MP HOSA?
3: Well, I'm the advisor every year. And uh, it's a student-really led government, or Mm -hmm. not government, but uh, club. So just basically your officers are really who are in charge. And then we have our advisor who oversees everything we do.
6: So what does HOSA plan to accomplish this year, would you say?
3: We plan to just accomplish and have a great school year club chapter. we plan to grow not only as a club but as a school, and hopefully grow the HOSA chapter within the school and do more involved with the community and with each other. Um, we hope to go to competitions and show out as much as we can, and we hope to. Yep. Mm-hmm.
7: We're gonna host a couple of blood drives this year. <laughs> uh, we always host one in the fall and then the spring and in the last few years thanks to covid we haven't been able to have them at the school like we have in the past which helps get us more donations um, because the school body really likes to get involved and i'm hoping this year that we're able to convince the higher-ups to let us have them back in the high school because our club has suffered a lot from not having it um, here and therefore my students have not been able to get the experience that they so like and also scholarship money that rides on how many donations we get has been very dismal if non-existent thanks to not having it in a location that's more (laughs) accessible
6: yeah do you happen to have those dates for the blood drives? We
7: don't yet because we have to set it with our um, blood drive um, the guy that I I discuss that with is is kind of like my liaison with the American Red Cross, and we <laughs> usually set those dates within the first few weeks of school. So actually, we should be getting that nailed down. Hopefully in October possibly November.
6: All right. Well, what have y'all accomplished like so far? Would you say?
7: In this year, we haven't really even gotten started yet. But um, in past years, again, out of the five years that I've four and a half years that I've been here, at least two and a half have been affected by covid and so our hands have really been tied um we have in the first year and a half or so we have been successful as far as getting students involved and showing out at state what all we've learned and we've placed in a couple of those competitions we haven't like won any sweeps by any means but Mm -hmm. compared to a lot of the districts in the state of georgia we're a fairly small one um but that doesn't mean that we're not capable so i'm just hoping that the more involved students get then they can pass that on to the next student body who can then achieve even more
6: i got you and ahusa does competitions um yes and you said due to covid y'all haven't won any competitions before do you know how many you have or Mary persons has won in the past like even before you maybe
7: I don't, unfortunately. Um, when I was in high school, which was almost 20 years ago here at Mary Persons, we didn't even have HOSA. So I know that it started, I think, around 2007. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they won some competitions when Penny Howard was the leader or the advisor, but I am unfamiliar as to what they have won.
6: Well, while well trying to step away from all the negativity what are (laughs) y'all what are y'all excited for this year for HOSA
3: I'm really just excited uh, to see members be active Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully this year and I'm also kind of excited or really actually really excited for the blood drives and competitions as well I really hope we have a great year when um, when this all starts happening and I just hope it goes smoothly and that people and the members can just learn from our chapter
7: Yeah. I think we have a, regardless of the fact
3: that we haven't won and it
7: doesn't sound like we've accomplished a lot, I've really enjoyed the past four and a half years with these these kids. And I think that there's a certain legacy there that they leave and that they try to pass on. And every year we have a better time. I mean, I really think that it's, it's something that I actually look forward to um, going to these competitions with the kids because I get to watch them have their aha moments, which is, as a teacher, what you want, and for them to get to experience things that they've never seen outside of a textbook or an internet search.
6: Yeah. Well, on the excited note, um, what, do you have any favorite memories while being in HOSA? <laughs> I can
7: um, tell it's several. For me, as, as the advisor, just... Getting to come together and organize activities, uh, participate in the various competitions outside of the school and the blood drives, I mean, it's all, it's all been fun for me.
3: I would agree with that. I mean, going to the competitions or conventions is really just a fun experience. You meet a lot of different people Mm -hmm. and you play games. I remember winning a lot of games of slapjacks a bunch of times. (laughs) It kind of got a little aggressive, but that's just me. And we've also have met random people, not random people, but people within the convention center and they would just give us pizza, which is also really nice (laughs) of them. So
6: so on the means of like you know competitions and whatnot um y'all do you all happen to go anywhere like special for these events
7: yeah it's it's decided beforehand um when school starts the leaders of Hosa, the georgia hosa decide where we're going to host these events so this year our fall leadership conference will be in athens georgia last year it was in atlanta we went to that one it was at the cnn center This year's going to be in Athens, and then um, we'll of course have Fall Rally, which is at the State Fair in Perry. And then in March, we'll have our State Leadership Conference, and that will be in Atlanta again. It's always at the Marriott Marquis in Midtown.
6: Well, um, I only have one question for y'all left, um, and that's for new HOSA members. Uh, would new hosa members or people interested in hosa how exactly would they join
3: um so they can actually come to one of the officers if or miss carter and also and if they just need to ask a teacher how to get there, I mean, anybody's welcome to join. And we have a Google Remind, well not Google Remind, we have a Google Classroom and a Remind that they can join and be interested in. And if they just want to join and they're like, hmm, I don't really know, I can give them all the information they need about HOSA and try to get them involved as much as they want to be.
7: And they can also check out the HOSA website, um, georgiahosa.org gives them all the information they need about what to expect from their chapter. But they can always email me or JC. Okay.
6: Well, that's all the questions I have. Thank you, Ms. Carter and JC, for coming out. Um, my name is Dylan, and this has been MPHS Radio. Thank you, guys, and I'll catch y'all next time.
7: Thanks.
0: Before we go, we have a few reminders to pass along. The Monroe County Lamb Show happens Monday, September 12th at the Mary Persons Livestock Facility on Thornton Road. In addition to watching our FFA students show their lambs, you can also enjoy our second Board of Education and Administrative Lamb Showdown. This brought many laughs last year, and we are sure it will again this year. Homecoming week is right around the corner. Save the date for our annual Mary Persons Homecoming Parade, which is scheduled for Thursday, September 22nd. Friday, September 23rd, Merry Persons will host Columbus for our homecoming game, and then the annual homecoming dance will be Saturday, September 24th. And finally, Sunday, September 25th, you don't want to miss Pam Tillis live in concert at the Monroe County Fine Arts Center. Tickets are on sale now for this special performance. Visit our website, Monroe.K12.GA.US and choose Fine Arts on the homepage. Again, that's monroe.k12.ga.us and look for fine arts. Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, Go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.